0: Welcome to the Define You Radio podcast, where class is always in session. Get ready for the life lessons, tips, and stories to help you define your life. And now your host, the Drill Sergeant would love, Valencia Griffin-Wallace.
1: Awesome. So let me know when we're live. You could see us.
2: You Oh, your page? Or the, yep, I can see us. Oh, yes, I can see all of you. Yay! <laughs> Perfect. Yay! Okay. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for tuning in to Define You Radio. I'm your host, Valencia Griffin-Wallace. It is another special FB Live edition. Make sure you guys like, love, and share the video, especially if you are hashtag Define You in the building because y'all know I can't share at this moment. I'm joined, of (laughs) course, with my beautiful co-host. Hey, Queen Ashanti, make sure you like, love, and share the video. Um, I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Queen LaVon. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Hello, Queens. How are you all today? Yay,
2: I am... I am
1: loving loving the hairdo. So, really quick, guys, like I said, make sure queens. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Make sure you like, love, and share the video, and let us know how you are going to say yes to you today. That's a problem us women have. That's right. Hashtag define you in the building. Let me see those in the comments. I love my
2: queens.
1: Hopefully, um, you guys are going to say yes by joining us at the Move Retreat. Let me add that. To find out more about the Move Retreat, go to ValenciaGWallace.com slash events. Also, Baton Rouge and surrounding areas, join me at the Brokenness Empowerment Session. Yes, I am laying it down in my city of birth in a couple of weeks. So to find out more information about that, contact Josh Perry at 225-456-8994. Or you can look on my homepage where that is um what else okay so now back to the actual show <laughs> I got this whole spill out the advertisement thing um y- y'all get it y'all get it so class is really in session tonight queens pens and papers ready we are joined by the beautiful miss telly walker of pen and pen.net hey miss telly how you doing tonight hello I am Yay. well. I am well. Yes. <laughs> hey, now she is like right in New Orleans. Okay, this is why we. I need to get out more and connect really more with people in my home state. I'm not gonna always be. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm throwing it out there. So, Miss Telly, what I love is she helps women gain clarity on their vision and gives them themselves permission to chase it okay yeah so, you know we always talking about y'all getting clear sometimes your vision cloudy whether it's your glasses your contacts I don't know a lot of us still don't know where we're going in 2019 but if you do know are you giving yourself permission to go after it already I'm just saying right right so tonight we're going to learn how to visualize strategize and mobilize our dreams with that being said Like I said, pens and papers ready. Class is now in session. So, yes, (laughs) Miss Kelly, I'm really excited to have you on, especially because, you know, Queen LaVon is here and she always comes with the really great questions, you know, because sometimes I'm so busy taking notes. I'm like, I get lost. I'm not lying. (laughs) Now, your story is very interesting. And I want to kind of jump head first into some of the obstacles you have faced. If you want to sure. go ahead and, and tell us, tell the queens a little bit about that part.
0: Absolutely. Well, b- but before I begin, I definitely want to say thank you for having me. Um, it's always, always good to connect with women and really collaborate and connect and cultivate connections, you know, and so I- I'm always looking forward to do that in intimate settings or bigger settings. Um, but yes, like you said, before I started even uh, pen and pen, I went through, Uh, devastation, despair, divorce, you know, death of a marriage, and the death of my 18-year-old nephew. Um, And so before that, before all of that happened, I kind of was just really living a mediocre, let's say, and bored life. (laughs) You know, I was very comfortable. I was comfortable in my comfortableness. And I'm pretty sure many queens can relate to that, that we get into Mm -hmm. this rut of, okay, I'm, you know, I'm going to work coming home, going to work, coming home, taking care of the kids, we kind of get into that habit because we're creatures of habit. Uh, But that can also set in complacency and comfortableness. And so for me, I was there. I was at that place of I'm bored. I don't know what to do. I'm trying to figure out what God has put in my belly to birth, but didn't quite know how to give it birth, what to do with it. Um, And so In 2016, um, I was faced with my marriage kind of crumbling and didn't know what to do with that. Um, And then May 2016, my family experienced something unprecedented for our family. Uh, My 18-year-old nephew was murdered. Um, And so, of course, that took my family on a whirlwind of emotions, uh, a whirlwind of emotions. And... We were shattered, of course, as you can imagine. Um, just the what started to take place, you know. Even though, even though that happened, you know, now I can look back and say, through those devastating experiences and through, you know, going through depression and things like that, I, I learned a lot about myself and w- what areas were weak and which areas were strong. Um, but then my business was birth. Um, I started doing more vision boards, even though I hadn't, I had done a vision board before started doing them more. Um, So that time in my life where we were experiencing, you know, the death of my nephew and really trying to pick up the pieces months after that, I took about a month off and really started to put pen to paper and started Mm. to really say, what is it that you want out of life? Because prior to that, I was just really going off of complacency and comfortableness and truly riding the coattail of mediocrity. Like I was Mm. okay just kind of being right there, not rocking the boat, not giving myself permission, still asking the world for permission for everything that I wanted. Um, And so I took a month off after that and really started to say, Telly, what is it that you want? Like if, you know, seeing my 18-year-old nephew lie there, really, I started to ask those questions if it were me. You know, if, if it were me, have I really lived a full life? Have I really put some check marks next to the things that I know I should be doing? Have I given myself permission to say yes to myself? And I hadn't up until that point, honestly, I had not. Um, And so I started to say those things that I know I wanted that I know was kind of in my gut. My gut was telling me that I needed to do, but I hadn't done yet. And so I started to do that. And I started to do it unapologetically. Like I stopped asking people for permission. Uh, and And I always say that. And of course that's my tag on my website. And I say that a lot don't ask for permission, write your own permission slip because we spend so much time doing that. We spend so much time asking mm-hmm. people and not necessarily for permission, but when God has given us a vision or God has told us to do something, we kind of go to people and say, well, what do you think about this? Well, <laughs> and if they don't give you the right answer, we start to like push back on. We, we don't, you know, we don't go th- For it, still we'll just kind of push back and say well maybe that's not what I should be doing and that's a form of asking for permission because if they don't give you the response that you want chances are you're going to back away from it and if enough people starts to give you the wrong answer then you won't you won't even trust your own voice and that's a problem that we have a lot we don't trust our own voice we don't trust our intuition and God gave us intuition for a reason and so I I teach women, and that's what the business is really about, teaching women really how to write your own permission slip and stop asking for permission. And so that's kind of how all of that started through devastation, through despair, you know, through now I am divorced, you know, I was able to even verbalize that because for the longest I struggled even to have that conversation, to even utter the word divorce to my husband, to my now ex-husband. It scared me to even say those words, but I had to be okay with telly. And I learned all of that through devastation and despair. And that's how Pin and Pin was really birthed, yeah.
1: Wow, you said a uh, mouthful and a half, and I see Queen Levon. I'm she bursting at the seams because I see the questions formulating in her head, but I wanted to say, you know, new listeners, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you guys like, love, share the video, and put your comments yeah. in if you have comments or questions for me. Queen LaVon or Queen Telly, go ahead and put them, yeah. and we could get them answered. So Queen LaVon, go ahead. Cause I saw, see the wheels turning.
2: <laughs> I, I, you said so much, you hit so many points that I, I felt like I could relate to several of those. Um, mm-hmm. So I wanted you to just take us a little bit on that journey, because as you said, you took a month off, you know, to try mm-hmm. to reclaim and to kind of get some stability Right. What but what it where would you start for someone if they were, you know, on the outside or someone that may be experiencing some of the losses that you've experienced? Um right. because a lot of times at that point we feel like we're at rock bottom because it's like right. I don't know what to do too much when things those blows happen back to back. Right. What is it you would say to that person if you had to look back at yourself and had to speak to yourself at that point? What would you say?
0: Yeah. Um, and and I'll, sh- I'll go a little bit more in detail to that time. During a time, especially a crisis in your life, right? A major crisis in mm-hmm. your life. Everything is shattering and you are trying to put back the pieces. Mm-hmm. Now, I think sometimes we struggle with this a lot because we're trying to get back to that space. That we once, were. I will, I will never get back to that space. I'm a new person mm-hmm. now. I because I've never experienced what I experienced before. I've never been a person that's divorced. I'm now divorced. I never experienced some, you know, a family member dying at 18 or being murdered at 18. So I can't go back to that person prior to May 4th, 2016. I can't go back to her, right? So now it's about now having this situation in my life happen. What do I do with the with these pieces of that particular situation? And how do I walk in newness with, right. knowing that what I just experienced, how do I walk in newness now? Because I think that's where we struggle. You know, we we hang our hat on past regret and past failure and we're trying to get back to, man, if I can just go back, you know, I, I don't sit there and say man if i you know if i could go back to before i was divorced or if i could go back before my my nephew died i try not to do that what i try to do is now that this has happened now that this these situations have happened now what do i do to get to the next step with all of the baggage with all of the hurt and pain how do i stand in my pain Right? How do I have power and control over the pain and not let the, the pain have control and power over me? Mm. And I think a lot of people are stuck in that too. And so, what I started to do is just make a list of what I wanted and what I wanted this new person to have me, the new person with all of what I had just experienced. What do I want in life? And just from the simplest of things, I want clarity, I want a better relationship with God because. When you go through something like that, that's unprecedented, you question God. And I don't care what anybody say, you question, where is God? How could he let this happen? Of course, when you come to your right mind, you realize, okay, this has happened. This is what I need to do, got everything for a purpose. But in that moment, you're questioning everything, including your higher power, right? And so I started to make lists of what I want my spiritual life to look like, honestly. What do i want my spiritual life life to look like from that to just basic things of how do i gain clarity day to day how do i gain clarity day to day because right now i don't have clarity everything is you know in in those moments everything is muddled everything is scattered nothing seems right so what are some things that i need to do to gain clarity just a basic basic list and not taking anything for granted really making those that detailed list that may mean that may um consist of uh, minute and kind of things that are just very small, but they're important in those moments. So I always start out with list too. That's that's very important. And even, and I'll share this with you, even with my sister, you know, it was her son that we lost. Someone that's dealing with death and depression, the smallest task can be daunting, right? So getting out of bed is is a struggle for somebody that's experiencing loss, And devastation. So even from that, her and I worked together, me being kind of there with her to kind of gain some spiritual clarity, but also little tasks like getting out of bed. Did you do that today? Did you groom yourself today? Mm. Did you, you know, were you able to even go to the store today? Because my sister experienced a lot of social anxiety um, because she was afraid to go out to the stores um afraid that people would ask her questions about the murder of her son she didn't want to answer those questions yeah um and so her and i would make lists of did you go to the store today how long did you spend time in the store even if she had a moment of 10 minutes in the store that was a that was acknowledged as a success you know so those those kinds of things you know help helping in in those kind of moments if that makes sense yeah definitely
1: (laughs) i wanted to ask you um what was the time period between your marriage breaking up and Mm -hmm. your nephew's death? Like what was the,
0: what was the window there? Mm -hmm. It it was honestly all back to back. My, my marriage really started to crumble a year in a year in. And, -hmm. and, and I say this and, and, and all of this is related Remember I said that we don't give ourselves permission. We allow, you know, other people to give us permission. We're constantly asking other people uh, to grant, to write our permission slip um, and things of that nature. And we don't know how to really say yes to ourselves. And so when I got married, I didn't do it for me. I did it for security Mm. because I did did not feel secure. I did not feel secure at all. And he brought a false sense of security for me. Right. Um, And so, A year in the marriage because I wasn't complete, right? Because I wasn't whole. I brought all my brokenness to the marriage. I didn't know how to say yes to me at all. And so when we got marriage on the outside, that it seemed like a pretty picture. But when I got in the marriage, it suffered because I wasn't whole, right? And so things just started to crumble in the marriage. And then, you know, that was around uh, 2014. 2016 this happens to my nephew and then the marriage just kind of deteriorate because I'm seeing what's happening to my nephew you know that that has happened I'm seeing what's happening to my marriage and I'm asking God you know have I really lived my life you know have I really checked all the boxes and and every time I was saying no I was getting further and further away from my husband too because it wasn't none of what God wanted for me was aligning with where I was standing in the moment. you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's my marriage starts to crumble to directly answer your question. Starts to crumble around 2014, 2015. We were separated. We we weren't really, you know, together. And then we enter into 2016 uh, with my nephew. um, And then thereafter, we just started to it it was time to get a divorce thereafter. Uh, And so it's kind of those back to back things. Uh, that took place that really sh- shattered a lot of things in my, in my life. But in the shatteredness, I learned a lot about myself too. You know what I mean? I started to kind of like you're shattered and then you, you find a way to, to build yourself back up. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what I started to do. And I, and I was, I was okay with, honestly, I wouldn't, I don't regret anything of it and because I believe that I became a whole person through it all. You know what I mean? Mm. I I became whole and I, and I, and I, I, you know, I would do anything to get my nephew back. Let's be clear about that. I would do anything. But at the same time, I, I started to know and like, and love Telly. I started to know who this person was. And I didn't know that before because everybody was writing my permission slip for me. I didn't know what it was to actually stand on my own and be me and do it unapologetically and be okay with that. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, I definitely want to say condolences on losing your nephew. I lost my mm-hmm. nephew a um, couple of years ago. I'm not really sure it just you with death. It seems like the time just meshes almost, mm-hmm. you know, like you just mm-hmm. It seems like it was yesterday on one hand. And on the other hand, it seems like oh, it yeah. was far away. But my, yeah. um, he was like a second cousin, but because of the age difference, he was like a nephew. I gotcha. consider him my nephew. So he was mm-hmm. murdered in Baton Rouge. Oh, wow. Maybe maybe about four or five years ago, give or take. And death has a way of making you look at life like, dang, what have what am I doing? What have I done? Right. What can I do?
2: Right. Like, right it,
1: death has a way of making you feel powerless and powerful mm-hmm. at the
0: same time.
2: Right. Very
0: true. Right. Right. So, and and, it's, and, it's, and uh-huh. condolences, condolences to you, too. I, I definitely want to say that. But I, I was speaking about this at the last um, speaking conference that I did, and I was sharing with the ladies that it, it's so important. You know, I was sharing my story, of course, of my nephew, and I was sharing with them that it, it's, so, it's so important to, to understand what your mission is in life and understand why you are here. Like, for the longest, my voice was on mute, and through all of what I've gone through, I have to speak about it. There's no way I cannot speak about it.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: I had to come to the understanding that my vision and what God had for me is bigger than the pain. And so I had mm. to I had to do that because I could not let the pain have all the power. And I mm. think when you go through death and devastation, we stay stuck there because we we are truly allowing the pain mm. to have all the power. Um, And so it's, it seems like it's, you know, like sometimes you're, you know, you may step back and say, man, it's been, it's been three years for me almost may this may will be three years since my nephew has died. And I I think about him all the time, but I'm not up close to it how I was May fourth, 2016. Right. But sometimes we look at individuals and it seems like they're still this close to it. You know what I mean? It seems like they're still, and everybody grieves differently but you have to make sure that you are in control and you don't give the pain all the power. That Mm -hmm. there are days when I still cry, but I still talk and speak about my nephew with tears rolling down my face. I will still stand on the stage and tears will pour, but I also need to make sure that I'm in control of the pain as much as I can be and not wallow and stay because that's not what he would want from me. And that's not what God wants from me, you know? And there's somebody else that it's up close that they're up close to that pain and sharing your story. You, Valencia, sharing your story about your family member. It allows people to back away from that pain and say, if they've done it, if they have done it, I know that I can back away from that pain and not let that pain have all the power like I'm doing. So mm. it's important to share that and let people know.
1: Yeah. I love that. I love that. Queen, Queen. Lebon.
2: I just love what you said. You know, we can't allow pain to have the power because we do, we so often get so wrapped up, like we allow pain just to envelop us and we just sit there right. and stay in there. So that's, I love that. I love that, um, what you said at that part. I would ask, during this time, you mentioned earlier how we will question God. How will you mm-hmm. say your relationship, your spiritual relationship has grown since um, these this broken season that you experienced?
0: And I'm glad you asked that question, too, because for the longest prior to that, I was just I was complacent with God, too. You know, I go to church, (laughs) you know, read a few. And I'm being honest and I'm being very transparent. Mm -hmm. Um, I was at a place I I, I grew up um, Catholic. Excuse me. I grew up Catholic and and no shade on that uh, at all. But I, I felt like I was. One of those individuals that just—if I felt like I went to church and got it in in thirty minutes, I was good. Me and God were good because I went to church thirty minutes. We good and go home, cook, watch the game, and be and be good. And you're all the soul is safe. Not what God, right, right, right. That's not what God wants. That's not what God wants. So I was very complacent with my relationship with God and really not really. I can't even call it a relationship. I had a relationship with church, not mm. with God. And so now. What's it's so exciting for me is to go to church. And and I know now if I miss a Sunday, I, my week is not right. Some, mm-hmm. My week is not right. Because I am going these days to connect with God. And to just have that fellowship with other Christians and other folks that we're on the same accord. And I can just kind of be in my car and God will touch my spirit or God will pour into me. And I find myself just kind of recording, which is something I never would do if God gives me a message or something that he just kind of places on my heart. I will quickly pull up my phone and just record what what it was. I may not go back to it right then and there, but I know that message will come back to me or I need to pull it out later on. And a lot of journaling and devotional time with God these days, too. So through that time, you know, I learned a lot about where I was with God and where I needed yeah. to go with him and where he wanted us to go together, you know. And so I would say it's, it's better. Now, it's not the best, but it's definitely better than where I was prior to 2016. Yeah. Because when you, you don't have, have anything, time. you got to rely on God.
1: Right. And we have a question um, from Queen Lorraine Bradley. Thank you so much, Queen, for joining us. She says, do you feel that death has made you stronger to be able to embrace your truth, to deal with self? Self. Thank
0: you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I I think the mask is off for the the longest. I, I could wear a good mask. I could wear a good my background is in social work and I always talk to people. It's so interesting because the helper always needs help, too. But, you know, we're That's social true. workers. We, <laughs> we want to be strong. We want to be everybody's saving grace, you know, and we we talk to individuals about not wearing the mask. But I was, you know, the one wearing the mask for the longest of time in my marriage, in my relationships with others. I wore a good mask. And I knew how to do it, but death and devastation, losing my marriage, and feeling like, "Oh God, what will people think?" My mask had to come off, and I had to learn to be transparent. And through vulnerability and transparency, you learn that okay, I have nothing else to hide. I'm mm-hmm. I'm giving you the truth of who Telly is, and and that only happens too when you know yourself, when you when yeah. when you know who you are and whose you are. Um, and for the longest, I didn't know that. You know, I was okay mm-hmm. being who everybody else thought I needed to be. Again, going back to everybody else signing my permission slip or, right. or having rights to my permission slip, let's say that, and me not even owning my own permission slip. And what I mean by that is, you know, because some people always people always ask me, well, what do you mean by permission slip? Right. Really just writing your own way through life. Really really knowing who you are and setting the bar and setting the standards for yourself and not letting the world, because the world will give you notice and the world will tell you who you are if you don't serve notice on the world. (laughs) Everybody will tell you, well, you ought to do this or maybe you should do this. Have you ever thought? And if you don't know who you are and whose you are, you will find yourself doing everything. You will find yourself being in a circus, (laughs) you know, and doing tricks for everybody else. You will will do that. And so, yes, I, I would say that because my relationship with God is better and because I know who I am and that I belong to him and my mission and my vision comes from him. I can say that it allows me to just be open and bring Telly to the table every single time I show up at the table.
1: Yeah. I I love that bringing Mm -hmm. Telly to the table Mm -hmm. and Queen Jeanette Hill. Hey queen, put some Baptist (laughs) feel feel that too, um, just to put her comment out there. And I love that you said, you know, you and I'm I when I write notes I I know what I mean when I write them but when I go back <laughs> it's like what I was going too fast but when you were talking about the permission slip
2: and mm-hmm. you know
1: finding your own way in life finding like this this is me you know like my name don't start with a t I wish it would cuz that's real catchy bringing Telly to the table so uh-huh. you know but really I am have to do something with that I love <laughs> Love, that's a that's a uh, another brand or a, I know, right? Right. Let me <laughs> let me find find out bringing Valencia to the Valley or something. I need keywords, right.
0: Queens. Valencia to the venue. Yeah, <laughs>
2: Let me
1: somebody hashtag. Write that down for me because y'all know I it. Um. So I want to, and you've given so so much good stuff we literally probably could pull like two three shows just out of what you said already yeah especially yeah. earlier when you talked about people living in their pain and I think I it was I don't know if it was last week week before or whatever but I said something about people wanting to be empowerment speakers but you're not speaking empowerment if you're only telling me about your pain like how, how did mm-hmm. you get over it how are you mm-hmm. empowered? how do I get past it right mm-hmm. and and that's that's what I see a lot, like you're not an empowerment speaker. Shoot, you making me hate my life. More. I'm depressed. <laughs> I'm depressed after hearing you speak. That ain't right, empowerment. Right. So yeah. pen and pen, where did the name yes. come from?
0: So after that, so let's talk about it after that, right? The empowerment yeah. piece and how to how to get out of all of that. Um, I started doing vision boards. I've always done vision boards, I've always I've always Done them, But on a personal note, you know, just um, and it, it wasn't as elaborate as I'm doing them now, but it was always making lists, kind of having, you know, um, affirmations and things like that. And I would carry just a little flip chart when I needed a little boost. I had my flip chart. And so helping my sister, I was like, OK, the next step I need to do, because I knew I knew that I needed to get back to work before my sister would. You know, my, my sister's going back to school. Or thank God for that. Uh, she's going back to school. But she hasn't been back to work since 2016 like that's how long this thing took her um, but i needed to get back to work <laughs> and so i started to do a vision board i started to focus on um on five areas of my life that i knew i, I wanted to take shape and so what i started to do was pin so p-e-n right pin some things down and really take a pencil or a pen and just write things down so pin and pin p-i-n so always have your vision in front of you Always have your vision board, your vision in front of you. And so you have to pin it um, in front of you. Okay. And so that's how it all started. I, I focus on five areas. And even in my book, um, which I'll share with you guys um, in a, a minute, visualize, strategize, mobilize. Um, I talk about these five areas because it's very important. I wanted to make sure my spirituality stayed intact. And I wanted to make sure that what I had gained through that the loss of my nephew my relationship with God and really devotional with him and really having a true connection with him. I didn't want to lose that. And so I, I wanted to make sure that reading the daily word, um, doing devotionals that I remain doing that. And so I started to write down, that's what I wanted my spiritual life to start to look like. Mm. And then in my, my profession, I am a social worker, but again, I had told you guys I was just complacent. I was very comfortable. And so I wanted to make sure when I got back to work, I was engaged I wasn't mm. just saying, okay, nine to five, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I wanted, you know, I, I was about to be promoted to a manager and I wanted to make sure I knew what that role entailed and I was uh, the true essence of a good manager. Um, not not just somebody somebody's boss, but I wanted to be a good leader. And so mm. I wanted to make sure that I was doing my work, and my profession, um, and not just being comfortable. Um, and then personal development. I started. If you follow my personal page, not just my business page, I wanted to make sure during that time um, that I was out um, for that month. I started doing a lot of exercising, and that helped me a lot. I needed to hit something, and so I started doing cardio. I started doing cardio boxing uh, yeah, because I needed, you know, I needed to kind of get this anger out um, in a productive way. <laughs> And so I started to exercise and I really wanted that kind of constant transformation. I, I kind of wanted to keep doing it, eating well, things that like, you know, of course, when you go through devastation, you're emotional eating. Um, and I had gained right. a lot of weight. I gained so much weight. Um, and so I wanted to make sure my weight kind of was, um, I was conscious of my weight and what I was putting in my mouth and making sure that I was doing healthy eating and healthy habits. And so I started working out, started reading more. And that was that profession that personal piece. So my mm-hmm. spirituality, my professional development, my personal development, started reading more. Uh creativity was important. So vision boards, that was kind of that creative piece for me. And then finances too. That was important. I wanted to make sure that I could uh tackle my finances in a in a great way. Cause we all know if you have money, if if you're if you know how to budget, you're, you're a little bit more happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh if your money is right your happy. bank account is right. Yes. And so those are the five areas uh, that I wanted to focus on. And so I started doing vision boards with those five areas, started doing them. I posted about it in in my journey to kind of getting back on track. And people kind of started saying, hey, what what is, you know, what's the vision board? I need to do a vision board. Did a couple for my friends and it kind of took off from there. um, Matter of fact, that they kind of wanted me to do vision boards and things like that. Now, I always say this because I do vision board workshops, too we were starting to do the vision boards and then people kind of put the vision board aside. And I find this to be true with a lot of vision board workshops. I don't necessarily focus on just pretty pictures because what yeah. started to happen was people focus on the pretty mm-hmm. picture and not the purpose and not their purpose. And so with the vision board, I was doing the vision board for peoples, but they weren't attending to the vision board. So I'm like, you know, what's going on that? we follow up with, with everybody that I did a, did a vision board with. Oh, you know, I'm not really doing it. You know, vision board is in the basement. Vision board is in the attic. Vision board is behind the dresser, not in front of them at all. <laughs> and so I started to realize people were okay with pretty pictures, but not mm. giving themselves permission to do what it is they said they wanted to do on that vision board. Wow. And so people were just focusing on... The pretty pictures. Oh, I like this picture. Not, not understanding why they chose that picture. Not really, you know, no one, no one really telling them this is why, this is the areas that you should focus on. Right. So I was like, okay, I need to do more with these vision boards. It can't just be about vision boards. It has to be about you identifying your purpose and then planning accordingly. And so that lended itself to the life coaching that I'm doing now. And so we we will start with life coaching and walking through, you know, a four week course that I I do my flagship course. And then we will start like to do the vision board because the vision board should come really at the end. Once you have figured out who you are, whose you are, that you have your mission statement, that you know what direction you're going in. Right. Then you can adequately. I'll say that you can adequately do a vision board and you'll find yourself constantly checking the vision board as opposed to just Mm. putting pictures on the board and not understanding, well, why, why do I want this picture on here? You know what I mean? And so that's kind of how I work a vision board. My, my vision boards will have more words and goals on it rather than just pictures. Now I may follow up with a picture, but it's not always, um, Leading with a picture, and if it's a picture on there, it's, it has a purpose, um, not just a pretty picture. Uh, and so that's how I'm, pin and pen that's kind of where we are with pin and pen. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm about <laughs> to have to take all my vision boards off my wall. Um, look, you don't, but no, um, no, <laughs> you know, I'm look, y'all. Uh, when I say classes and session, I want y'all to see all my, all my no. notes. Yeah I, take, yeah I take good notes and I want to <laughs> kind of reiterate the five areas Miss Telly said yes. her vision board is spirituality profession, personal development creativity and finances I love yeah. that uh, yeah. Queen LaVon Queen if you want to go ahead because I'm not going to call anybody out about vision boards because somebody does something else <laughs>
2: Well, I was, I was waiting to speak cuz I was going to say that I'm not a um huge vision board advocate. Mm-hmm. I do think they, mm-hmm. you know, they are very work well and that I've seen a lot of people have success with them. They just mm-hmm. start not me. Although I am a mm-hmm. visual learner, vision boards mm-hmm. don't work for me. Now, gotcha. I have shared that I do like to do what I call um vision frames. So, I will do something yeah. that's more like a 8 by 10 or 8x11 or a um, 5 by 7 size that can Mm -hmm. be put in a frame. And like you said, I have a lot of times more phrases or words and most often they are detailed to a goal, like one specific Mm -hmm. thing that I'm working towards. And I use it as a kind of like a focal point for me because I can put it on my desk, on my dresser. It's something that I can carry with me somewhere. I can place it where I can see it every day and that i'm motivated to actually follow through like you said without the yeah. permission and i did like that you say it stated that you use um more phrases yeah, um, or words now do you is that incorporating affirmations in that i, w- I wanted to i ask- do okay i do and what I usually do, and, and I
0: like that you say that, and I want to cl- clarify too, because I think when people think about a vision board, they think about the po- the big poster, mm-hmm. but what what you have too is a vision board. You know what yes. I mean? It's, it's that thing that's going to drive you. If you look behind me, I have like a vision accessory corner in my bedroom. That's what I wake up to every morning. And if I'll pan it a little bit, I have my little my little mannequin too that says desire <laughs> to expire, um, inspire. So to me, all of that's considered a vision board. Okay. You know, it, it's that thing that motivates you. Now, that's my vision wall. Now, I still will keep a vision board that will have those five components um, on it, too. Okay. I will do more of, so I'll just kind of plainly let you know, spirituality. So, I'll write the word spirituality on maybe a index card. And then I'll list maybe three things that I want to hit maybe for the quarter or for the week, you know, whatever whatever I'm working on, if I check it off, then I'll switch another goal. And that's how I usually do mine. Mm-hmm. Spirituality, three things that I want to hit. You need to get back into your Bible if you've gotten off course. You need to at least read, you know, Old Testament, New Testament, you know, um a date. I kind of do those things. Okay. And not that I want it to be regimented cuz I don't do it. Let me say this too. I'm not robotic with it. Mm-hmm. But it gives me something to aspire to. Yes. It gives me something to aspire to. Now, some things I have to do in terms of um, personal, I I need to read. Or if I don't, if it's not a book, it's an audible. I have a, a bit of a commute. Um, from work to home. So I can do an audible and, and and that's okay. You know, it doesn't always have to be a book per se. It can be audible, but I do believe that, you know, we have to read. That's how you learn. That's how you expand your vocabulary. That's how you just learn about new things and different things and how things work. We have to read. And I, I firmly believe in that. And then finances. There are some things every day I have to do with my finances. <laughs> if not, my bank account is going to look funny. So every day there are certain things I have to do, but in terms of spirituality, I never want to be in that robotic place because I came from that, but I do need a goal in place. So yes, those five areas, but I also in the middle of my vision board, I will put a mission statement. I believe in mission statements. Um, And I always share this, you know, if you're, if you are hired by a company, the very first thing that they present to you is their mission statement. And the reason is they need to let you know how this ship works. Hmm. They don't need you bringing in your own mission or your own ideas. (laughs) (laughs) And if you are going to be a part of that organization, service or company, they need to know that you buy into that mission statement. Right. Hmm. And so if we think about that, we, too, need a mission statement. So when people meet us, when people greet us, something about us should say we have a mission and we're letting them know what our mission is. Right. We should embody that. We should wear the mission statement. Something about what we present to them should say, yeah, she said this is her mission statement and something about how she looks, something a bit about how she speaks says mm. this is her mission statement. Right. Ooh. So for me, it's very simple. My mission. You, you have to have one. If you don't have a mission or a vision, you wander around aimlessly. You have to have a mission statement um, or you will return to old ways if you don't have a mission. Right. Because the m- mission directs your path. The mission says, this is the direction I'm going in. This is the vision. This is the direction I'm going in. And companies, too, when they get off track, they always go back to what? The mission statement. What got us started? So so we need to operate in that manner, too. We need to have a mission statement. So for me, mine is just to really live a life that's inspiring so other people take action on their life. That's That's it. Now, how I do that may be different. Right. I may do one on one coaching. I may do group work. I may do a vision board session party or something like that. So you may have various ways that you do it. But the core message is I want to live a life that's inspiring. So you take action on your life. So when I talk Mm -hmm. to you, when I show up somewhere, I should not be the the person that's pessimistic. Right. Right. (laughs) I should not Mm -hmm. be the person that's always downtrodden. I should be the person in the room. If somebody needs an encouraging word, I can give them something to hold on to. And if I don't do that, then I'm not living by my mission statement. Right. Like you can't be a confidence coach or
1: you know, people with titles and you coming in there with low self esteem. You exactly. Exactly. You know, I'm I'm very (laughs) my mission statement, vision statement, any statement is, you know, very and if I came there with anything different than who Valencia is and what Valencia represents, right. with um, with define you and with my boldness and unapologeticness, the question should be: Or am I sick? Am I being yeah. held hostage? Because I'm very, very much me, and um, and I mm-hmm. love that. I love that. So I wanted to. I love that you hit that. And I really hope, you know, I see Queen Jeanette is making like a lot of comments or yeah. anybody that like <laughs> in there. I love Queen Jeanette. Um, she's actually an award-winning playwright.
2: Nice. So, shout out
1: to Queen Um uh, Queen Jeanette.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. And
1: she's 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 the bomb. But nice. I love that you hit on vision boards. I love um everything. Like, I want to do a vision wall. Um, I may be up late tonight and show the picture tomorrow that I got a bunch of statements on there and everything else, but just because I love expression, because I'm an artist by nature. And Mm -hmm. so, so when it comes to the pictures with the vision boards, to me, somebody will see pictures, but I'll see a picture and it speaks words to me. Mm -hmm. So I think, um. So I do do love all that. No, if you're part of Define You, I'm not going to make you guys redo your vision board. As of right <laughs> now, I don't know. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk to Miss Telly about that. Classes, no, no.
0: Expensive. Do do not redo the vision board. Make sure that the pictures you have on the board it makes sense for what your goal is, not just a pretty yeah. picture. Because we do. We we, we you know the first thing is sight right and so things right. kind of draw us in and and there's something about that picture that spoke to you but you need mm-hmm. to also ask yourself why did that picture speak to me mm-hmm. what is it about you know some a business woman in a suit that I'm like oh, I'm just going to take that picture why what what is that saying to you how is that resonating so I got that's what I mean let me just clarify that so <laughs> don't take your pictures off your board <laughs> But make sure all the pictures you have on your board, they make sense for your goal, your mission, your vision. Not just saying, oh, I don't know why I put this pretty woman on the... No, know why you put her on your board.
2: (laughs) Mm. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I would say, Queen Valencia, well, at least for the Define You Ambassadors, you did have us do something... Um, early on, at the beginning of the year, which was creating our statements that went along with our own um, words. Oh, nice! Power yeah. words of the year, so mm-hmm. I think those type of statements, instead of redoing my board or my um, frame, I would add some of those statements. statements yeah. Like, um, telly said, add those affirmations, add those statements, or those power words. That's gonna help tie the picture to the goal. Right. Yeah, right. Right. I, and and I, another thing. Go ahead. Uh, no, uh, go no. ahead. Okay, Queen. go okay. ahead, Queen.
0: Another thing, too, um, when we're talking about goals, since you brought it up, um, LaVon, I always tell people to, because, of course, when we do vision boards, sometimes we don't have that low-hanging fruit that, mm-hmm. and and some people say, well, I don't want to be anybody's low-hanging fruit. In terms mm-hmm. of goals, you do want low-hanging fruit, and what I mean by that is some mm-hmm. short-term goals that you can knock out in, like, two weeks, yep. because we need instant gratification. We, yes. we need to know how success feels, yeah. If you're someone that you've never, that. Sh- you never
2: mm-hmm.
0: really experienced success, you need to feel it instantly so you know, okay, this is the feeling I'm searching for. I'm searching for this mm-hmm. feeling, right? right? So low-hanging fruit is good in this situation. If mm. I'm someone I struggle with finances, I never had a bank account, I always, you know, my, as soon as my money come in, it, it leaves me. Maybe your goal can be, I need to open up a bank account. You can do that in two weeks. That's your low-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. that's your low-hanging fruit you need both you need low-hanging fruit and you need some fruit that's going to cause you to stretch the Mm long-term goal you need that so you know how it feels to challenge you know to challenge yourself because not everything will come easy in life there are some things you need to stretch for so both of those are very very important when we're talking about goal setting low-hanging fruit and fruit that's going to cause you to stretch so i just wanted to add that in when we're talking about goal setting i love that uh, yeah
1: Yeah. i
0: yeah. Okay, look, cuz I wrote
1: low hanging fruit and then cuz my next question was about goal setting because I know mm-hmm. people struggle in um when they're setting goals and trying to stick to it. So what would you say to, you know, a king or a queen that's like, I don't even know where to start with setting goals or I set these goals, but how do I stick to it? If you could kind of touch back on that for the kings and queens that even struggle with that.
2: Right.
0: So I I think too, what's important, going back to vision is important and, and what your mission is, right? Your goals should tie into that. The goals like the, you know, we have goals at work. We have daily goals that we're trying to, daily tasks that we have to knock out. But if you're talking about long term goals, I think it's very important. And that's why a lot of times people don't reach the goal because they don't know what the mission is. They don't know. You know, For me, this is a, this is a you can't really compartmentalize it. And let me let me clarify why I'm saying that, because I remember in the beginning when I was sh- sharing my story with you, I didn't have a close relationship with God. Like it, it wasn't a relationship. I had a relationship with church. Right. Right. I didn't know what in the world god wanted me to do i didn't and i didn't i'm not gonna say i didn't care but i wasn't searching for it i was okay with my job i didn't have long-term goals like i didn't i didn't care about that i was just i got you know i kind of was checking the box okay let me become a social worker check the box let me do this you know and and it's sad to say but i was just kind of saying okay maybe it'll look good to do this maybe it'll look good to do that not really saying but this is my ultimate goal Mm. and so everything that i got involved in it wasn't fulfilling because I didn't know what the overall mission in life was. I didn't know what God wanted me to do. Now I know. So you need to know what your mission is in life. And in order to know that, you need to know who you are and whose you are. You need to know whose you are. I know that I'm a child of God. And right. and, and, and I have to talk about this because I can only be me. I can only be telling let you know, this is how it worked for me. This is what I tell my uh, my clients. Um, and they know that upfront, this is what I'm going to tell you that if you know who your creator is, then you will know why you are created. All right? Right. If you know that, then you can start to ask your creator. What do you want me to do? What is my mission and what is the vision that you have for me? Every other goal should align. That's why the mission statement is so important. Right. Every other goal in life should align to that. So my finances, a 10% to God. Right now, I'm speaking. I'm just giving you my example. Not. I'm not saying this is what you have to do in terms of giving 10% to God. But if my mission is to live a life that's fulfilling, so you take action on your life, right? To live. If that's my mission statement, then my finances should say something about that right? My spiritual life, I should be in the church, helping out in the church and inspiring other women in the church as well, right? To take action on their life or to have a relationship with God. My finances, I should be telling people about how money works or or how it's working for me so they can take action and budget accordingly. Like all of those things have to align with your mission statement. And that's why people struggle because they're trying to have a goal here, but -hmm. it doesn't connect over here or it doesn't connect Uh with the mission statement or they are captured by comparison. And that is dangerous to be captured I'm about to have by comparison. To get another piece of paper. <laughs> and I'm I'm for saying that you. because of course social media is big. And it's so easy for us to be captured and en- enamored by other people and their success. And we're trying to reach that. But yeah. if God is not saying, Telly, you are not to if God is saying no, this is not what I have for you, but here I am trying to say, Well, no, this is what I want. It will never work. It will never work. Now, you may come into money. You may have success, but it won't be something about it will be broken because Mm -hmm. I haven't connected with my creator. I don't know. I'm doing something over here while my creator is doing something over there. And I think that's why people struggle a lot because they're trying to compartmentalize it. All of this is linked together. All of it. Your, Your purpose, your purpose was put in you before you even knew you before you even knew you, your purpose was in you, right? And if I know that, and if I know who put it there, then I can give birth to it. But I first have to know who put it in my belly, who gave it to me, even before I knew me, right? Uh-huh. And it's my job to unwrap it and unpeel it in such a way that it serves God and then it served his people. It serves other people. Like, you know, the, what you're doing, you know, you are serving people. And I'm pretty sure you enjoy doing what it is that you do. I'm pretty sure you're gifted in it. Not everybody can do podcasts, not everybody wants to do what you know what you're doing. It's something about you that says you're supposed to be doing this. Right. Mm. Yes. And so everything about what you do supposed to line up with that. And if that's what we're supposed to do, we're supposed to really try to figure out what it is that God wants us to do. What's the intended mm. purpose and mission that he has for us. And we spend a lifetime pulling back the layers of it. Mm. Cause I'm pretty sure two years from novel, you're going to be doing something different. It'll be kind of, kind of constantly stacking it, constantly walking that mission out. It never stops mm. there. If you constantly peel back the layers and that's really, what's the, the problem that people try to compartmentalize it or they try to be, they're really captured by comparison and trying to get what everybody else has, you know, No, I'm supposed to get what God has for me. That's it. Right.
1: Yeah. You're going to hit so many points. Y'all know I always say classes in session. I didn't. I'm on my third sheet of notes. <laughs> Real quick, make sure you like, love, and share the video. Quick shout out to Sam Jackson, who put in, uh the comments are rolling so fast. I know. But okay. You, you, you shared it. We appreciate that. And he made some comments about what we should be reading. So I see you, Sam. We okay. see you. We appreciate you joining us tonight. But everybody is definitely agreeing with what you're saying and i just want to hashtag walk it out if you guys yes. understand you supposed to you know look now y'all got walk it walk, out walk, fully walk it out fully yeah,
2: yes, yes. Bring,
1: bring telly to the table <laughs> telly gonna use that i'm telling i'm gonna go to her website i'm gonna use that I wrote I know, it down. I'm, just, I'm like i need to use that somewhere see, <laughs> god god used me i'm telling you that's like that's the thing for you uh when they get ready to hire you for uh, the speaker, bring Kelly to right. the table. I gotta come start on now. See that. That.
0: You gotta start saying that. So I say gotta, that loud. I gotta start <laughs> charging
1: for this for this intellectual right. I just blurt out random stuff. But um, but it's, that's how God flows. But you hit yes. on my yes. favorite scriptures, Jeremiah 29, 11. I tell people I I, I know Bible, because this is where Queen LeVon comes in. I know the Bible, Queen Levon can say where it is in the Bible and she'll clean it up.
0: Gotcha, you, gotcha.
1: You. Uh, so that's why one of the reasons the show works really well, because people don't understand how in- integral, is that the one I'm looking for, your relationship with God and realizing mm-hmm. Jeremiah 29, 11, Um, is when I realized that, I'm like, for me? Like, you got plans for me? Like, what?
2: You right, know?
1: right. And to me, if you don't have a reason to live, that's why people, I think, commit crimes and go out and do drugs and get into a destructive pattern because they don't understand that, yeah, God has plans for you. Like, you're not here. There is, I think I did the math or posted one time, 250 trillion other sperms that could have been here, but
2: right.
1: you were the one. Why mm. it's, either, it's, it's either trillion or billion, but either way, you what it, it wasn't about luck, it was about your purpose. Come on, right. Jesus. Right. Go ahead, Queen. Right. If, I, if I start breaking out baby Jake's and, and come, <laughs> come on, now. come on now. You know I started. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> better I better understand. I know <laughs> See, that that is probably also one of my most favorite scriptures. Because it's just that affirming, like you said, for me, just for me, that is like Form, a, yeah, affirming. Yeah. it just makes you feel good to know that somebody mm-hmm. is thinking about me and has some plans in mind for right. me, to do some things that no one else can do. Like you said, no one else can do a brain to this earth. What has been designated for me? I think, right. and everyone just looking at the comments, I'm going through the comments as you're talking and Trying to keep up with everyone, (laughs) I think that captured by comparison, everybody is loving that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because we hear people, you know, talking about social media, and people love to think that what someone is saying on social media is always true. And I want type of life, you know, that I'm going to make six figures in 30 days, and you know, all this. And so we're trying to obtain something that really isn't attainable. But to understand, like you said, to be captured by comparison, to me, it just puts your mind in a different place because all I can see is like this cage because it's what we are, you know, but to be captured, you know, like when you see the animals out there um, in the field and they have those traps that capture them, but that's what we get caught up in. We get so busy trying to compare ourselves and it goes back to, but understanding that God has something details specifically for your life that you don't have to compare to someone else and i can tell you the ladies everyone in the comment is like really going off on that statement that yeah. like, i mean that is yeah. a hashtag right there that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right and so
0: so you, you do have to just kind of you have to loosen and i'll and i'll be honest with you and transparent you know even me being a coach i have my own coach right so no one wants a coach
1: yeah. Oh. What happened? I don't, I don't know. She she dropped for some reason. Let's hope she could go ahead and get back in. LaVon, if you want to address some of the comments, why? I-
2: yes, that's what I'm looking at. Um, I know Naquisha also; they are loving that captured by comparison. Um, Jeanette says she has several play titles just from this live on tonight alone. I mean, you and Jeanette, I could agree with you. I feel like I, could, if I if I was a preacher, I probably could write some sermons. But since I am a teacher, I probably can gather some lessons because mm-hmm. there is a lot that she has said that's dropped some major nuggets to us on tonight. One, I mean, that captured by comparison. Oh my God, that alone. But then actually understanding something, I don't know if you all caught something that she said about the goals and the low hanging fruit. I love that because we all need that inspiration. You know, you hear people saying, and I've, I know I've been one that's to say this, that sometimes you have to be your own cheerleader. You know, sometimes you have to make your own banner. You got to have your own pom-poms. You have to cheer yourself on. Okay. And so something like having that low and fruit Is a great way to keep you inspired, a great way to keep you motivated, and a great way to encourage you. So I don't know if you all caught that when she said that, but I want you to go back and think about that. You know, just dwell on that for a little while, that you don't, everything that you plan doesn't have to be a five-year goal. How about start with a five-day goal and knock that out, and then Mm you put yourself on the back, and then let's try for the next 15 days. But great nuggets on tonight, and we see we have, we are back
0: i started hey. screaming i was like no we were going we that on that okay. well, <laughs> well. that's because somebody
1: no, but- did where you was about to go that's why uh <laughs> right. sam jackson put Or and i um yes, think, okay. i don't know if it's a he or he or she because sam could go either way right. but but, King, yeah. or, are you trying to say stop uh trying to keep up with the joneses and i know yeah uh, Exactly because you know, we do. I can't suck my stomach in for all these snatch waste waste. <laughs> and you know, it at, at, at my age, you know, like look, uh-uh, I'm not wearing no waist trainer. Tried it, almost died, <laughs> driving, you know. And, <laughs> oh, I, it, and it's hard, you know. Yeah because it, it's, it's all over you, you know. Balance. Yeah. And, you know, and
0: you're, you're you're kind of wrapped in it, you know, it's hard to get away from social media and what i was about to about to say before we um we got disconnected i myself had to pull away for i wasn't healthy enough to follow some people and Mm -hmm. a lot of people won't admit that Mm -hmm. i was not in a spiritual place or a place of wholeness to follow some people i found myself scrolling sometimes and and feeling a little envious or feeling like "Mm," like you know And I realized, Telly, you are not healthy enough right now to follow this person. You need to do some more personal work, some more spiritual work, because something about this. You don't know this person. You you have no earthly idea who this person is. But something about that person is resonating with you and saying you need more work. And some Mm. people won't admit that I'm, I'm. telly enough (laughs) to admit that there are times in our life we are just not healthy enough and we need to recognize that um and my grandmother used to say you know when you point a finger at somebody there's three pointing back at you and so literally and figure you know figuratively and that's true that we we point the finger and we say well this person this person but really it's about you it's about the work that you need to do the internal work that you need to do for yourself before you can move on and so I was I was talking to uh today, and I can get on a roll, y'all. I can talk for three hours. So if you need to be like, look, Sally, we got comments or somebody got a question, let <laughs> me know. And I'll stop. <laughs> but I can talk about this all day. I love it. Um, but the other day on Instagram, I posted about, you know, we often talk about when one door closes, another one opens. What we often negate from talking about the hallway, the the the, the mm. period of transition. Right. Mm -hmm. We're in the hallway. Those are the waiting seasons of our life. And a lot of times we try to rush that. A lot of times we don't take that time in the hallway to say, "Okay, God, you you got me on pause for a reason. You got me on pause for a reason. What is it about? What am I supposed to be learning about myself in the hallway? Right. And so Mm. those are important, important moments in our life, too, when God says I need to pump the brakes on you right now or child, you need to wait. I'm preparing a face for you. You know what I mean? And sometimes that's yeah. what it, I know, you know, for me, I want everything God has for me. And sometimes that means I need to wait three months, three years for something. And I need to be okay with that and stop, like we're talking about, living in that cage of comparison. You know, we, we, we have to make sure that we are not trying to speed it up because somebody, well, somebody else got it in 30 days. Why can't mm-hmm. I get it in 30 days? Well, maybe that's not your season. Exactly. And maybe your maybe season is in 30
1: days. Uh, Maybe they didn't get it in thirty days. They just posting you about, you know, right? Just like right. when we see that, you know, oh, I got a book coming out X, Y, and Z. That don't mean I wrote a book last night. It probably took me a couple right. of years and tears. But amen, I wanna, um, amen. Look to my book writers out there, y'all understand. Like, don't huh. <laughs> get me started. But I wanted to go ahead because I know you have a book. Yes, so, I do. Let's go ahead and and hit on on that. The book. What is the name yes. of it? What it is.
0: What is it about? So I'll show it to you guys if you can see it. It's visualized, strategized, mobilized book, and it it came actually about after the business. I started doing again the visual uh the vision boards, and I needed to go further. I need to just kind of take it. Couldn't just stay on vision boards. And so what um what I did was decided to put those five points that we talked about, right? The spirituality, creativity, professional development, personal development in a book format, and really starting to help people see the things that are hindering them in their life in those areas. What's hindering me spiritually? What's hindering me financially? You know, what's hindering me in a creative, because I do believe creativity is so important. It's kind of Pandora's box, right? It opens up everything you get to kind of, um, open yourself up to new ideas and new experiences when you are engaging in creative, creative activities. And so I decided to put those, um, five things that I was working on when my life was kind of, you know, at a standstill or just, you know, in disarray, put it in a book format so people can start to address those hindrances because not everybody like Levon said, not everybody does like a vision board per se. And some people are better at journaling, Some people are better at just writing it down. And so this is what that book is. It can allow you to kind of write it down. And then at the end of the book, if you want to take everything that you did in the first couple of pages, you can then turn all of those things into a vision board. So all what I worked on in my spiritual component, all of what I worked on in the financial component, then I can start to shape the mission statement. I can start to shape the vision board and say, okay, this is what I really want spiritually. This is how I want to connect to my higher power. This is what I want my finances to look like in X amount of months or years. And you can start to write that down, what you did in the first couple of pages and change it into a vision board. Or you don't have to do a vision board. It's up to you um but that's what the book is about it's um on my website net. Um, or you can get it on Amazon as well. If you just uh, type in, in the search engine, visualize, strategize, mobilize, the book will come up. And tonight, um, only I wanted to make sure that I gave you guys just a little kudos for putting me on. I I truly appreciate it. Uh, the people that are currently watching, viewing, listening, what have you, they have an opportunity to, um, get a discount, um, today. So they put in the code define you. If you go to my website. and put in define you d-e-f-i-n-e-u you get five dollars off the book the book is 15 you'll get it for 10. And Um, people
2: in the comments asking how can they get the book. Yeah so (laughs) they can go to my
0: website uh p-e-n-a-n-p-i-n.net uh and then I'll ship that book to you you can uh, order it uh, and it's it, it's really good to a lot of the, the folks that I connected with early on will still kind of come back to me and say, I'm still working, you know, putting some work in my book. Um, and it's something you don't have to do at one time. Take your time with it. It's an, it's an activity journal for you to really write down your thoughts. There's pages in here where you can um, just simply journal about what you just did. So if you, you know, if you're struggling with your finances or if you're struggling with creativity, you can journal about. Why do you think you're struggling with that? What mm. you know? What are your hindrances? And so that's kind of um, what this book has. How this book has been helpful too. A lot of people are um, using it, turning it into a vision board. Um, a couple of uh, success stories that I always share too. Uh, two business owners came to me kind of at some crucial times uh, in their life, and their business is doing phenomenal. But they still will contact me and say, "I use, I still use this book when I need to mm. use this book." Yeah. So it's it's been um, phenomenal in in some folks' lives <laughs>
1: yay y'all yeah. um, uh, i see all the hashtags queen levon put it there come on define you uh listeners and define you movement and you know <laughs> y'all stand stand up
0: use the code use yeah the code. Say, will you repeat use the code? the code at checkout
2: will you repeat the code for everyone once more it's uh define you
0: so D E F I N. The same as the uh, the name just define to, you.
2: Define you. Yeah. I wanted to make sure yeah. they understood. It's not radio. Just define you.
1: Yeah, yeah. So y'all, mm-hmm. y'all make sure y'all. I'm just saying, define you. Stand up in this building. <laughs> so it has definitely. <laughs> Queen Lamont, did you have any any other questions or things you would like to
2: to hit? That was it. I just would like to say I really enjoyed um our conversation on tonight. Some great nuggets, great titles as well. We've had a few people already saying they're gonna this will be a replay type video, yeah. with one of those tools that you can go back and get even more nuggets. Um, I don't know if you heard me say Jeanette said she's already got several titles for some <laughs> plays. Um, okay. just about this on tonight. So awesome, <laughs> awesome interview on tonight nice yes. yeah this
0: has been so much fun I love, I love i'm telling you you have to stop me because we'll be here for 12 o'clock you know tonight <laughs> oh, it, it's just it's always good to you know sometimes when you connect with folks the energy is just right there you know what yeah. i mean and and so i love that i love the intimate spaces of just cultivating a good connection and really getting the word out about the importance of oh, yes. really having a mission for your life you know and, and that that's important to have so I, I'm that's- definitely thrilled to be on that's yeah. number
1: one, two, and three. We definitely have enjoyed you. I could see, you know, having you back on even, you know, in yes. the group. Because um, just like this is one of those shows, like we've had quite a few shows, not quite a few, we've had a few shows where we were like, okay, yeah, we need to have them back on. That's a part two. That's a part three. Okay. I definitely want us to be able to go into, you know, more detail because, people like we need to like get like get the vision together like i understand right. life is stressing i understand that you gotta cook clean try to figure out how you're gonna pay right. energy or dimco, whoever you have for your life but if you don't <laughs> right. have a vision you're gonna find yourself in that same hamster wheel a year from Amen. now five years from Amen. now ten years from now next thing you know your kids are going through the same thing because you never Amen. got off that
0: Hey! Oh, out. and that, look—that's a—that's a whole another topic right look. there. Yes. I, I always tell moms demonstrate goal setting to your kids. Demonstrate mm-hmm. it. Don't just tell them. Demonstrate it. That's so important. So I'm glad you even—you even touch on that. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: we, that's mm-hmm. a whole other show. Part of us. it is me <laughs> and Queen Lavon was having a similar discussion uh, in regards to adult that. kids and stuff. Um. Yeah. So, Queen Telly, tell the audience how they could get in touch with you. Your social media information. Yeah. Jeanette, um, I don't think it matters if it's a capital U or not. Oh no, it doesn't.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. Look, Mm -mm. Queen
1: Jeanette, about to get her book. come on queen come on queen come through And uh, sam coming all the way through he posted the code thank you we appreciate to find you in the building okay i'm sorry go ahead ahead, queen telly um
0: (laughs) no no problem so you can uh visit my website it's www.pinandpin.net email is pin and pin one at gmail the uh the number one at gmail.com um but social media too, uh social media is uh, pin and pin and then on Instagram that's Facebook excuse me pin and pin and then on Instagram it's pin and pin one as well um one thing that I am doing too that I'm starting to love not starting but I, I enjoy doing it and I look forward to it every Sunday on Instagram I do a courage to share moment at mm. 7 or seven thirty, where women business owners and I may be asking you as well so let me know if you're interested <laughs> but women that just really sharing their story, because I really believe that we spent much of our time just muted and much yeah. of our time just really not sharing our story. Um, and it really your story is about you, but it's not for you. You, you have to tell your story. Um, and so I do that with these women on um, on Sundays on Instagram. We go live at seven seven thirty, and they share their story, how they got started in their business, what women can learn from them, and it's different businesses from clothing to you know what you're doing, podcasts, every business there is that they have an opportunity, we can connect and do that. So I do that on Sundays. And then on Mondays, I also do a a Monday Minute Motivational, where I just do a a minute talk, where people can kind of have it a quick snapshot of how to get your Monday started, because so many people dread Mondays. Uh, But it is important to start Monday off on the right foot. So that's kind of what I have going on. But connect with me on social media uh, via my website or my email. Uh, And I love talking to people. So if you even want to just shoot me an email, I'm all for it. Yeah. Yay.
1: <laughs> and hashtag amen. I could tell you she is yeah. responsive to email. <laughs> Do not compare it to how I respond to emails because y'all know. Uh, Look. <laughs> <luck. laughs> uh, <laughs> how, how did I go? Linda, listen. Right, right. I got too many email addresses. I can't catch them all in 24 hours. <laughs> so with oh, that Lord. being said kings and queens I will uh, you know will definitely go through the comments to do any response yes. you guys didn't get on the show make sure you connect with Queen Telly, Queen yes. LeBon, drop your information how can they connect with you just in case they don't know
2: it is super easy if you know my name you can find me LaVon Copeland Instagram Twitter Facebook website everything levon Copeland she so nice.
1: it so, so easy.
2: So, yeah, me,
1: yeah. Y'all know <laughs> if y'all see Define You, that's, you know, um, it's D Define You and Valencia Griffin-Wallace. Un- unless them numbers hit, then it is Zimbabwe. <laughs> XYZ, at least I'm being honest. I won't be <laughs> acting brand new. I'm being honest. Hashtag A, right, right, right? With that being said, thank y'all for joining <laughs> us. Uh, pens and papers sound classes officially over. Make sure you connect with Miss Telly at pen and pen. Yes. At. Make sure you join us at our next session next week, same time and same place. Until next time, remember your past doesn't define you, it gives you definition, and what you do with that is up to you. See y'all at the movement retreat. Look at me. I can't talk Jesus. Have a great night.
0: Good night. Bye. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Connect with the show at the define you Facebook until next time. Remember your past doesn't define you. It gives you definition and what you do with that is up to you.